Hello all, welcome to the Blessed Winds Bible Messages. It is the second episode of this one. We're going to be uh, we're gonna be talking about some difficult things. But remember, the Blessed Winds Bible Messages are for those seeking answers, those seeking a little bit better understanding of the Bible, those seeking to get to know God a little bit better. These Blessed Winds Bible Messages are for you. If there's anything that you want, anything special you want me to talk about, please send an email to blessed winds2022 at gmail.com. So, are you hoping to get a little closer to God? I am. I'm always looking for ways to get closer to God. I, I pray, pray frequently, and I can tell you, in the beginning when I was first saved, I thought I was doing everything right. I was, I was diving into the Bible. I was looking to learn stuff, and you know, I'd, I'd hear from God here and there, and, and I'd pray, and I'd have a few answered prayers, and I was watching miracles happen around me and, and seeing all kinds of great things, and then one day, somebody rocked my world. One day, I was talking, and they looked at me, and they said, boy, you seem like you're harboring some unforgiveness, and I went, well, yeah, I didn't do anything wrong. They upset me. They were wrong. Yeah, this, this wasn't me. This is them. Have you ever felt that someone had upset you or disappointed you? Have there been times where somebody has trespassed against you? Somebody has done something to you that was grievous. Maybe it was on purpose. Maybe it was on accident. I don't know. All I know is something was done and it upset my world. It upset me. Of course, we all have. We've all had somebody cut in front of us in line. We've all had that guy steal our parking spot. We've all had somebody lie to us. We've all had people bear false witness. But we need to keep in mind one thing, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. As we forgive those who trespass against us. So... Our forgiveness is based on our willingness to forgive others. Matthew 6, 14 through 15 states, If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive you your sins. Well, that's huge. That's big. And that's, that's a tough ask, but is it? The tougher ask was Jesus hanging on a cross for us and taking all of our sins, but we're being asked to forgive somebody that, that did something that really, really upset us. Those people tried to harm me in some way. Those people tried to upset my world. They may have stolen something from me. They may have taken something from my children. 
They may have taken something from my family. They may have tried to physically hurt me. Matthew 5.44 says, But let me tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. We have to love thine enemy. We have to look at the people that have transgressed against us and pray for them. We need to pray for their salvation. We need to pray for their healing. We don't know the situation that occurred that caused them to do it. We have no idea. But we need to do this because this is what the Lord is asking of us. What if this is adultery? What if this is murder? What if it's something really, really big? In the eyes of the Lord, everything is the same. We need to forgive. I've spoken with some people that said, I can't forgive. I just can't forgive that person for what they did. It was 20 years ago. They were there. I was there. They said this. I said that. I was right. I know I was right. And they, they just trampled over my life. And then you start asking them, well, you sound pretty upset about this. Yeah, I'm, I'm really upset. My wife and I used to call this baggage. We used to carry it everywhere before I was saved. This baggage was, it was there. It was anger. It was hostility. And you know who the person was that was feeling it? You know who the one was? The righteous one. It was me. Because I was righteous in my own eyes. I was the one that was carrying all that. I was the one that was feeling angry. I was the one that was upset. I was the one that was not having a good time. I went back and talked to some of these people that I couldn't forgive, and they didn't even remember what had happened. Some of them didn't even know that they did something. And you know what they did? You know what they had the gall to do when I finally approached them on it? They looked at me and they said, I'm sorry. They accepted it. They accepted what they did. So when we're thinking about forgiveness, we need to remember the person that carries the unforgiveness is the person that needs to give it. We're held emotionally hostage by those thoughts. Those thoughts keep us going. Matthew 18, 15 says, If your brother sins against you, Go tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. Go and talk to the person. They might have no idea that they've wronged you or that you feel that you've been wronged. Or you may feel that you've been wronged and you were never wronged. Maybe it just looks that way. Have that conversation. If you don't have that conversation, you're just playing into the devil's hand. You're giving the devil everything that the devil wants. The devil wants us to be angry with each other. The devil wants us to be in pain. Forgiveness releases you from the pain of the past. I know. I've forgiven. I've forgiven multiple people. It releases you from that anger, that hostility, that, that heaviness that sits around your neck. Ephesians 4.26, if you are angry, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. Do not give the devil a foothold. Do not sin. Unforgiveness is sin. 
by us not forgiving those sins, we can't have our sins forgiven. The Lord wants us to forgive. And just a little bit later in Ephesians, Ephesians 4.31, get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. We need to forgive our enemies. We need to forgive each other. God does not want us seeking vengeance. God does not want us to be bitter and angry. I had a friend that used to always say, don't be bitter, be better. Be better, be better for God. Remove yourself from that bondage. Get rid of it. God doesn't want us to seek vengeance. God wants us to forgive and he will take care of their sins. Because just because we forgive doesn't mean they're forgiven in God's eyes. They still have to approach God and ask for that forgiveness. They don't necessarily have to approach us for that forgiveness. But for them to be forgiven by God, they have to ask for that forgiveness. They also have to forgive others too. But again, he doesn't want us to seek vengeance. Romans 12, 17 through 21, do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live in peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed them. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And you know what? Leviticus 19.18 says, Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. We need to understand even if somebody meant to do something to hurt us. Because I, I know I talked a little bit about maybe they don't know, maybe they didn't mean it. What about the ones that did it on purpose? The ones that set out to do things. People that had their mind set on evil. We need to forgive them as well. They need saving. They need our saving grace. We are Christians, for they know we are Christians by our love. We will love them. Just because you forgive doesn't mean you forget. It doesn't mean that you allow it to happen again if it was a bad business dealing. Or maybe there's room to put some healthy boundaries in with a friend that betrayed you. And there is ability for trust to be rebuilt after forgiveness. You don't have to go in and just be a, a doormat and have people walk all over you. That's not what forgiveness is all about. Forgiveness is about making right with your fellow man as God has made right with you. Forgiveness is about showing grace to your fellow man as God's grace has been given to us. The Lord says we must forgive. Luke 17, 3, So watch yourselves. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them. If they repent, forgive them. Even if they sin against you seven times in a day, and seven times come back saying, I repent. You must forgive them. If they come back and repent, we say, okay, we forgive you. And we move on. So why is it so hard to forgive? It's easy to complain. It's easy to avoid the topic. 
Holding a grudge is pretty easy. All of those things are easy. That makes forgiveness hard. A lot of people hold on to unforgiveness for a long time. And they complain. And they group up together. And they all complain together about how bad they have it and how many things are going wrong. And all the people that have wronged them. We need to understand that God has us. And finding the good in everything can be hard to do. And sometimes that's what forgiveness is all about, is is finding the good. Forgiveness is understanding that the Lord does not let the righteous go hungry, but thwarts the craving of the wicked. Proverbs 10.3. The Lord will not forsake us. He will take care of us. And so we need to forgive and we need to put it into his hands. We need to let go of it and let God handle it. And we will take that emotional baggage and we will unpack it. We need to take what the enemy meant for evil and we turn it for good. Genesis 50:20. You intended harm to me, but God intended for good to accomplish what is now being done. That's what we need to do. That's how we forgive. I know I if I asked you to sit down and write a list of all the people that you need to forgive, all the people that are that have forsaken you, all the people that have trespassed against you. You could sit down and you write that list. And you know what? That list is important. You need to forgive all of those people, all those things. I'm not going to encourage you to drum up in the past all the bad things that ever happened to you, but just apply a blanket forgiveness on all that has happened in the past. And as these things come up, and as you start feeling like you're upset about something from the past, forgive it. Give it to God. But think about this. How many people have we knowingly or unknowingly trespassed against. We need to seek forgiveness for that. We need to seek forgiveness for God, and we ask for it. That's all part of the Lord's Prayer. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. We need to understand that Jesus went to the cross for us because he knew that we were imperfect beings. They used to sacrifice oxen and sheep and birds and you name it. Depending on the sin that you committed, there was an animal that was sacrificed for your sin. Jesus took our sin. He took our sin on the cross. So it's not okay that we trespassed against other people. It's not. But we can't let that feeling of guilt hold us down because that's another act of the devil. That feeling of guilt that holds us down, it will tie us down. And God didn't want us to sit down and feel guilty about everything either. We need to approach the people that we have trespassed against. And we need to ask them for their forgiveness. We need to talk to them. We need to make them understand we didn't mean it. Or maybe we need to tell them we did. We don't want to bear false witness. Maybe we need to explain the circumstances we were in. Maybe we need to just look at him and say, I was wrong and accept it. I'm sorry is accepting. I'm sorry is accepting that you did something wrong. Repentance is doing something to fix it by not sinning again, by not trespassing against that person again. We can do this. We can ask for these forgiveness of sins without feeling guilty, without letting them hang over our heads. As soon as we ask for them to be forgiven, the Lord forgives them. And the reason he forgives them is John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish and have eternal life. And Romans 8.1, 
Therefore, I say now, no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. We don't need to feel guilty forever. We ask for forgiveness and we move on. We give forgiveness and we move on. The devil wants us living in the past and that's all that we're living in when we're living in unforgiveness, whether it's us asking to be forgiven or us not forgiving others. Those memories, all of those things sit there and they dwell and they churn and they make us feel horrible. That's not how God meant our life to be. God our Father did not want us to be like that and that's why he gave us Jesus. And that's why Jesus died on that cross that horrible, horrible, painful death. That's why he died before the centurions could break his legs because he had to be unblemished when he died in order to be a sacrifice. At this time, I just want to pray with all of you. Lord, for all of those that are bound by unforgiveness right now, Lord, I just pray that they are able to find the person that has trespassed against them, Lord, and they're, they're able to go to that person and they're able to forgive them, Lord. And Lord, if for whatever reason that person is unavailable or that person that needs to forgive that person, it's impossible for them to get to, Lord. Lord, that you take the message of forgiveness to that person, Lord. Lord, and for those that we've trespassed against, Lord, I pray, I pray that you forgive us, Lord, for that as well as they forgive us, Lord. I pray that you give us the strength and the power and the determination to go to those people and ask their forgiveness, Lord. And Lord, if that's not available, if the person is gone, if it's impossible to talk to that person, Lord, we ask you for forgiveness. And Lord, we ask that you pass along, pass along our request for forgiveness to them. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, normally the podcast would be over right now, but this is kind of a unique two-parter. Right? I guess I shouldn't say unique because it's only the second podcast and we're doing it now, so maybe it ain't going to be unique. Maybe this is what the Lord wants me to do. I, I'm not sure. The Holy Spirit led this. While I was praying today, I asked the Lord to guide me on this podcast and direct me in what he wanted in the podcast. And he had directed me to forgiveness and it was made abundantly clear to me today that forgiveness was going to be the topic. However, it was also made clear to me that I was supposed to speak to a friend about what he thought. And he brought up the topic of tithing. And so I prayed on it a little while and he shared with me a Bible verse and it is 2 Corinthians 8 and 9. I am not commanding you to do this, but I am testing how genuine your love is by comparing it with the eagerness of the other churches. You know the generous grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Through he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that by his poverty he could make you rich. And this was uh, referring back to the Corinthians from Paul. Paul sent him a letter, and this was one of those letters. And what he was reminding them was their commitment that they had made to support 
Israelis and the Jewish people financially with with donations. And in this time of year of giving, where there's lots of donations and lots of charities and lots of places you can give your money to, one of the things that he wanted me to share with you was the difference between a tithe and an offering. An offering is a charitable donation to wherever you want to give it. It could be to your church. If your church takes up a special offering for missionaries in another country, that's an offering. That is not a tithe. The tithe is the portion of your money that is biblically obligated back to the church. He wanted me to make that distinction because so many times, as people give special offerings, they just deduct it from their tithe. What happens then is it causes the church to work with less. The Holy Spirit directed me to this gentleman, and this gentleman directed me to that Bible verse to share with all of you. I know that's speaking to somebody out there. I don't know who. And in Jesus' name, I pray that whoever was supposed to get that message, hear that message Lord, thank you so much for the Blessed Winds Bible messages, and thank you so much for granting me the ability to do this podcast. The podcast is now available also on YouTube under Blessed Winds Bible Messages. It is also available on all the major podcast sites. So wherever you get your podcasts, go to your podcasts, select subscribe, and you'll be the first ones to hear it every two weeks when they come out. In Jesus' name, I bless all of you, and I pray that you have a wonderful two weeks. Amen.